Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, is my co-host, Donald Thomas. Donald, what a week in the NFL this week. A lot of games happened, a lot of storylines and I think we should just jump right into it, in all honesty. What was the biggest shocking game that you saw this week? The biggest shocking game? Uh, like I said earlier, it's not a shock, in my opinion, but the Jets are who we thought they were. Um, you know, I'm just going to throw that out there. I was not shocked to see them lose. Um, but, you know, um, there's shocks. I mean, we can go down the list. I think that stood out to me the most. Um, and then also that Cincinnati game, that was a shock to me personally, you know, um, Cincinnati's got some issues, some serious issues. Um, and so I don't, you know, and then the Denver game, nail biter all the way down, not shocked though. The Denver is winless. Um, you know, they got a lot of holes and a lot of deficiencies as well. So we can get into it. I want to remind everybody that Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, NFL, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite uh, casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember, use promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Absolutely, we can get into it. The biggest shock to me was the Patriots Dolphins last night, where we're used to the Patriots being able to run the football well and have a really good offensive line. And we did not see either of that against the Miami Dolphins. That is something that was absolutely shocking to me. No, I mean, change of the guards at like the Patriots dynasty is over with. You know, I spent two seasons in, in New England during that dynasty era and, in, in, uh, in, you know, championship runs. And this ain't that team anymore. This is not that. And, you know, Belichick, in my opinion, is still a great coach, but it's just a changing of the guards. You know, New England is not a good football team. Uh, in my opinion, Mac Jones is, is a, is, is, is not a good quarterback. He is mediocre at best. He makes a lot of bad decisions with the football Offensive line is not what they used to be. Um, the number one reason is because I'm not there anymore. No, I'm just joking. But um, you know what I'm saying? Like it just not, it just not, they're not a good football team. They're just not like, and so like great divisional rivalry, but it, it's it's going to be dominated by the other team, right? And in and AFC East, in my opinion, um, because I played in that division for a majority of my career, is a very hard division. I mean, when it's a divisional game, I've never played in more of a more physical divisional games than the AFC East. But I was not surprised about last night at all. I, I like from the jump, just Miami, better offense, better defense, you name it across the board. Um, that special teams play was pretty impressive with that, with the motion and then the, um, was that, that was a Dolphins game, correct? When they motioned in the, uh, and they, they blocked the, uh, they blocked the kick, right? Am I, I think so, yeah. I watched so much football yesterday, but. Me too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't. I, I wasn't surprised by that one. Absolutely. So, um, I want to go ahead and jump uh, to the NFC real quick. We got 
three teams I have big questions on right now. Okay. Who is the best in the NFC right now? Is it the Eagles? Is it the Cowboys? Is it the Niners? Because all three of those teams look really, really good right now. Ooh. Um, (laughs) Man, you know what? It's not the Cowboys. I'll start there. (gasps) It's not. It is not the Cowboys. Cowboys do this every year. I'm not even talking about them anymore right now. So it's between Eagles and Niners. And the only reason why – I'm going to say this. The Niners have way more playmakers. Way more play. I mean, they're they are dynamic over there. Like mm-hmm. tight end, receiver, you want to call McCaffrey a receiver, you want to call um, you know, like they have they got playmakers over there, right? But the Eagles, when it comes down to it, what's gonna win you football games or championships is running the football. And they have an offensive line that is they they can run the football. And I, you know, you I don't care who you put back there, you're gonna get four yards falling forward. And that's that's championship winning football right there. So I'm gonna give it to the Eagles. I'm not even look think, talking about the quarterback, but if you want to go to the quarterback, Eagles have a better quarterback. I mean, Purdy's proven himself so far, so far so good, right? But you know, Hertz has a resume. He's showing that 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 the re and he's got that money, and they're they're still winning football games. I mean, unlike someone else who just got paid in their zero and two, we won't say any names yet. But what I'm saying is, is that. You know, they have, in my opinion, up front, they beat the 49ers. They have a great, great offensive line. They can run the football, and I'm going to give the edge to, to, to Philly. Well, okay. Um, I'm not going to disagree with that. I like, like you said, the Niners, they have so – I mean, even their fullback, Kyle Uchek, right? I mean, good Lord, all the way down to the fullback, they got playmakers all talent. over. They, they are talented. But, man, I just I, – I love the way – and both teams well-coached. Right, very well coached teams. They both have good defenses. They got good offenses. I like, I like what Jalen Hurts brings to the Eagles more than what I like, you know, with the Niners. Now, to be fair, I feel like anybody. I feel like you could play quarterback for the 49ers. Oh, we won't. That's not you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems right. that way, don't it? Yeah, I mean, you just yeah, plug I mean, and play anybody and win games yeah. over there in San Francisco. Yeah. You right. know. Uh, it's, it, it's just, you know, how their system works. You know, it is mm-hmm. a very quarterback friendly system over there, uh, in San Francisco. And I love that about San Francisco, but the Eagles, their, their offensive and defensive lines are just so damn good. They right. Are. And, and that's how you win games right up front, right, right on either side of the line of scrimmage and that's how it works and that's how they're going to win games. And that's why I feel like they are the team to watch in the NFC. And I think the Eagles have a better secondary too. Like just thinking about mm-hmm. it, like looking personnel wise, you break it down. Like those guys that back there are ball Hawks, they're physical. Um, but you know, when they play each other, we'll see who the better team is. Cause it's going to happen. And um, you know, interesting to see, you know, how crazy NFL is it could change week to week with just one major injury away from, you know, a team's whole dynamic just changing and shifting. But as of right now, the Eagles, in my opinion, are the best team in the NFL. Wow. Just NFC. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, looking at some games last night, got a couple teams that went 0-2. 
Uh, and some of them are surprising. Some of them aren't. Obviously, you kind of hinted on it a little bit earlier. One of the most surprising 0-2 teams right now is the Cincinnati Bengals. What's going on there? Why is Cincinnati 0-2? Do you... Yeah, go, hey. go. Hey. Well, we talked about it earlier. Cincinnati's 0-2 because of their whole locker room is, is in, in my opinion, in shambles. There's no true leader on the team. Um, you know, there's a, there's, 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 there's a divide in, in who should be paid and who shouldn't be paid. And it's shown on the football field, right? You have also, mm-hmm. you throw in the mix that you just paid a guy an astronomical amount of money and he missed the whole preseason, right? Due to an injury. That's, that's, that's not his fault, right? Could he have been back a little bit earlier? Maybe like we, we can debate that. But when you gave a guy that much money, you take his take the time. But now you're reaping what you sow. So you want to give a guy a quarter of a, a quarter of a billion dollar contract, right? And you want him to go out there and win football games for you that wasn't out there the whole the whole preseason to jail and get the timing with his with his receivers and tight ends and offensive line and all that kind of stuff. And you have a backup in, and then you want to come in and one you want him to win games for you after you paid him. There's zero motivation, in my opinion. The locker room is is in awe of the money he just got. Um, they're still processing it. All those guys are still processing it. In my opinion, from what I've heard, he's not the the greatest leader in the world. And now those now everything's under a microscope. More of like, if I give you that much money, you got to win a football. You have to win football, not a game. You have to win games. I know we're not going to go seventeen and zero, but you better win me fourteen games at least 13 games at least and, and ride into the playoffs. Now it can change over there, but there's some, they don't run the ball. Well, they're definitely the quarterback play is down. Their defense is struggling in my opinion. Right. And so you have good guys on that team, but it, the, you guys, you're not winning football games because of, for whatever reasons I just stated, that's my opinion, but that's what I see is that team's not together and you don't have any leaders on it. Okay. Okay. I want to talk about back in the day, there was a certain team, the Rams, that was called great nickname, greatest show on turf, right? Great nickname. Now, I'm going to flip that because there's two teams right now in the NFL that I feel like are the greatest shit show on turf, okay? Okay. Uh, (laughs) And uh, one in each division, one in each division right now, I, I feel like, and one by far in the NFC, in my opinion, is the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Mm-hmm. How do you go into uh, la- yesterday's game? You're up 20 to nothing at halftime against the team that the week prior got not just blown out, but blanked, right? Yeah. Completely blanked and then end up losing 31 28 by the end of the game. Uh, I feel like the Cardinals are a complete and utter mess of a team right now. What are your thoughts? You you said everything that needs to be said. I mean, it comes down to the same situation in Cincinnati where you don't have any leaders on the team and you've given your quarterback an astronomical amount of money and he's not a leader. He doesn't know how to get guys motivated. The locker room is divided. Um, there's too many distractions going on uh, amongst all of that. And you have a team that has talent. You have guys focused. It comes down to a coaching um, situation as well. You got guys focused for one half, and you can't get them to understand how to finish a football game. And so 
when you look at New York, you can't come out and you can't the first week and get done like that. And you don't think these dudes are going to fight. And you showed like, okay, Daniel Jones understands. I've been given some money now. I have to win some football games. Mm-hmm. Right. But you still have a, a core of guys that understand what it takes to win in New York. Right. Arizona's in disarray. I guarantee that 60% of those guys do not believe in Kyler Murray. I'll go out and say that they don't believe in him. Wow. And so, because I'm saying like, it just shows like, mm-hmm. if we can get up this much on a team and then we just, we just, you know what, in the bed all of a sudden, and we can't we can't score another touchdown, we can't move the ball, we can't stop them on defense. Like, who is leading this team? It definitely is not the definitely ain't the uh the coaches, and we definitely don't have anybody in the locker room to keep us motivated and going, like you have got to finish a football game. Like, give me, give me, give me a quarter where we shut them down again, and then fourth quarter they can make the run they want, but we it's too far gone, right? Like you guys came out and it, you guys might as well stay in the locker room. And now my franchise quarterback can't even move the football or get guys motivated to move. Come on, man. It's a joke. It is Absolutely. a joke. Like, it, like, they need to do some soul searching today. Ain't no victory Mondays over. We are in the lab Monday. We we, we shouldn't get out to 5 p.m. today. We should be working and, and figuring out. They need a team meeting, a, a team-held team meeting emergency already in Arizona because that's a problem. So in the AFC, the team that I have, and I picked against this team, even though a lot of people, uh, when I picked them, was uh, I picked the Washington Commanders to win this game. And people were like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, no, I feel like Denver is going to find a way to lose this game, right? I'm not, I, Commanders 2-0 right now. They are probably the worst 2-0 team in the <laughs> NFL right now. But they're two and zero. Oh. Right. Say what you want about them, but they were hey, they have won two football games in the National Football mm-hmm. League, and that is not easy to do. We start the season off. Exactly. And I already but, know where you're going with this. Who's the biggest the the biggest joke on in the AFC? And I've been saying this since last year. Who's your team? Because I want to make sure we're on the same. Does it start with a D? Yes. Yes. Denver Broncos, man. Yeah. The Denver yeah. Broncos is the other. Greatest shit show on turf this year. <laughs> I am not disputing that. I think that um, you could have bought you could have bought Bill Parcells into Denver, and they'll be zero two right now. Wow. I think that um, they don't have a leader on offense. I think that no one believes in the quarterback. I think league wide, a lot of guys think he's corny. He's a cornball. He's a pretender. He's he's all those things. I think he came from a system in Seattle that it worked. It doesn't work everywhere because you don't have the same personnel to where he's able to run around. Like he could have ran for that touchdown or that two point conversion. He threw mm-hmm. the football. He has zero confidence in himself in his legs anymore too. Like his decision making is terrible. Like. What, we, like rewatch just that last that like that last play it should have been called D, uh, dpi debatable i thought it was i was in front of my uh tv like throw the flag like you know like that's bs like you gotta you gotta bring them up for that but i think he could have ran that ball and he's he, he's trying to prove to people he's still a quarterback no one believes in him yep i fully agree 
is a situation where Russell's decision making, it's not just his arm, it's his decision making. Yes. Right. That is that is on question right now and has been since he left Seattle. And even in Seattle, his question it, it I question his decision making then because how many times did you see him scramble out? And you said it worked for Seattle because of the system and the players he had, where yeah. he would run backwards 10, 15 yards out, yeah. just turn around and be like, lock it, go get this, you know? Right. And he luckily had Tyler Lockett there to do it, you know? Right. So that now he doesn't have that, and he doesn't have the chemistry with the Cortland Suttons and guys like that that are on his team. And now, now what, what's he going to do? You know, he he doesn't have the the he doesn't have the the players on his team that have faith for him to make the proper uh, decision. They're arguing, you know, amongst each other since last year. He's not throwing me the football enough. That's not a good sign, you know. I'm telling you right now, it's receiver. all bad. It's all bad, straight across. I completely agree with you. And it it, it it makes me feel bad for their new head coach, too. You know, because I like Peyton. I like Sean Peyton as a, as a coach. I know a lot of people don't. I, I, under, I understand some of the reasonings, especially, you know, the, uh, what was that, like Target Gate or whatever it was. Back, oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? At 2011. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I, I like I like Sean Payton. No, and- I do too, but I knew that 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 him and Russell, like, mm-hmm. there's like coaches' personalities don't mess with every single player, no matter if the player's got talent or not, and especially mm-hmm. at quarterback, like him. And Russell Wilson, I just didn't see that being a match. Like, I didn't see him being able to really – I don't see him being, him being able to connect with him to get him to play how he wants him to play. Like, him and Drew Brees worked. Drew was more mature, in my opinion. Drew was more hard-nosed, in my opinion. Drew was able to – Drew was fiery when Drew needed to be fiery. Like, Russell gets fiery. I'm like, man, shut up, man. Just call it a play in the huddle. Like, be quiet. Like, I'm not believing what you're talking about right now. And I guarantee you, because I've heard from guys in the league, like, this dude's a cornball. We don't believe in him. And even, like, when you watch – like, people call him a cornball. Like, so it's just not believable. And when I was watching and I watched them preseason, you know, at basketball games together, I'm like, this is being forced. This isn't a real – and it's showing the first few weeks of the season. Like, come on. We should be beating the commanders. Yeah, they should have. They absolutely should. Every time Russell has ever opened his mouth and said, let's ride, I have cried uh, so hard. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, it's rough. rough. It's oh. rough. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, if you say that, imagine what players that have to see him every single day are saying about him when he's saying mm-hmm. stuff like that. Absolutely. Like, it doesn't get any better. So, like, you know, that's not a surprise, but you're spot on. Like, they're probably the worst team in the league. Not the worst team in the league, but they're they're, they're it's it's a, it's a problem. They're up there. They're, they're up there. They're, up there. They're, they're, they're bottom five, definitely in my. Their disappointment. Yep. Oh, Big. the biggest disappointment right now, in my opinion, is another team in the in the AFC West sitting right by them, who are also zero and two, right? And that is the Chargers. The Chargers are zero and two. They lost to the Titans in overtime. That is, that is a surprising game. They were. 
you know, that, that that's a game that most people, I think, felt like the Chargers was going to win. I was like, be careful here, you know, be careful because if there's a if there's a defensive minded head coach that can slow the Chargers down, get some turnovers, you know, and, and things that is that Mike Vrabel, you know, he, in my opinion, best coach in the AFC in the AFC South. It sucks to say that as a Colts fan, but you know I got to give respect where respect is due, right? Um, but yeah, the Chargers are now zero and two. Where are they going from here? I nowhere, mean, <laughs> nowhere. Every team so far, we look at zero and two football teams. A few of them have some overpaid quarterbacks. All right, we talked about this, right? Another overpaid quarterback. We're like, where did that come from? Who? I don't believe in this guy. Now, can we just go down south real quick? I don't want to jump jump around, but can go we ahead, can we go down south in the NFC? Let's look. Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Rolling. Yep. I'm not saying they're running over guys, right? They they had a great game yesterday. Where, but who's the quarterback down there? Right, redemption time. Yo, everyone, I got paid a little money. I'm gonna prove to everybody that I can still win football games and I can do this thing. Right, big time plays being made. Yeah, two and I mean, Baker Baker was uh, the butt of a lot of jokes just you know a year or two ago. Yeah, but let's let's face it, Baker was not a bad quarterback. No, right, he's he was a bad I mean, place. I, I don't, I don't see Baker as a top six. I don't think he's one of the elite uh, guys. No. But he is a gunslinger, and in the right situation, gunslingers can be very, very valuable and good winners in this league. And yes. this is a pass happy league right now. You want gunslingers, right? You don't hop off of a plane, like from coast to coast. And have what a day to prepare, overnight to prepare, and win a football game in the NFL. And you can't tell me that this guy's terrible. Like, no, he was just in bad situations. We haven't like has Carolina had the Panthers played a game this year? Like, no, like that's what I'm saying. Like, we're not even worried. Like, we're not worried about Carolina. So he was he went from Cleveland to Carolina, right? Like, then flew across country, got like discarded. Like, get out of here. Flies across country, wins a football game on a was a Thursday night football game or something like that, right? And then, like, granted, he they, he lost the next couple, or whatever. But now he knows, like, all right, I got to get this team together. We got to play together. Like, we're like we're gonna fight all four quarters to the end, and everyone believes in it. And like, let's go out and win football games. Mm-hmm. This is it for me. Yeah, I got paid some money, but this is it. Like, the money don't mean anything if I if if I can't show up because I've had money since I got in the league. I was, yeah. you know, I've been a first round pick. I was top dog, right? So. I've been given chance after chance. This is my last chance from within in a good organization. Traditionally, like I like what Tampa Bay is doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I like the fight that they're showing. Like, but these other guys that are overpaid and they don't have the locker room. Like we keep bumping up how much money we're paying these quarterbacks. You better understand. You better start paying other guys a little bit more money too. And you better understand before I pay this guy. Is this going to hurt my franchise or not? Because I know I'm paying for the win now, but it's not panning out. Chargers, Bengals, Mm -hmm. it's not looking too good. Well, I mean, if you're going to pay a quarterback, 
you better make sure that he is a guy who can win without a bunch of guys around him. Like say Patrick Mahomes, right? Right. I mean, you, yeah. Okay. Patrick's getting 50 million a year. Right. I understand that. He's He's got that locker room. He's, he's got the locker room. He's winning games with, without even Travis Kelsey on the field. Right. Right. I mean, he's winning games with, you know, second round, third round, fourth round picks out there at wide receiver or a seventh round pick at running back, you Mm -hmm. know, things of that nature, uh, offensive line, having issues think he's a guy who can put the team on his back and win you games. Uh, they won a game like week one, right. Was a game that a lot of people, I, I understand that they lost that game, but it was so close. Right. right. And that was without Jones. That was without Kelsey. That was without, you know, a bunch of guys. And it was right down to the wire. And that's what a guy like Patrick Mahomes can do for you. Correct. Unless you got someone like that, you need guys around him. How good is Joe Burrow going to be without Boyd, without Chase, without Mix? You know, I mean, all these guys around him make Joe Burrow who he is. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like you can't say the same outcome would have been if you put, you know, uh, Joe Burrow on the Chiefs week one against Detroit. Mm-hmm. The outcome would have been completely different. Yeah. Like, that's like, I wasn't like, it's week one. I get it. You don't want to start the season off with a loss. But did you see anybody panicking on Kansas City sideline? Did you see them panic all through the week? Like, we know who we are. Yeah. Like, we know. we Listen, we watch the film. We make the corrections. We come out week two. We win a football game. We move on. Like, Detroit thought they won the Super Bowl. That was the Super Bowl in Detroit. Like, I, I was in Detroit for a year. I get it. Like, you know, like, we're grooving. Like, we just need a win. That was a big time, you know, like, the organization, hopefully that changes the way their season goes because I want to see Detroit finally get back to something like something like, come on, like something. But at the same time though, it's like, okay, we fought the good fight. We were down. We were limited with what we had, but that's what you pay a great quarterback to do. They don't win every single game, but we're not going to come out. zero and two and look like garbage either. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so Cincinnati problem, chargers problem, Jets problem. Jets problem. Uh, Jets big problem. Uh, Jets have now. I, I do want to talk about the Jets a little bit here uh, before uh, last thing we're going to talk about about this uh, with this episode because I know you got a lot to say about the New York Jets. 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 Um, there's a lot of talk going around where the Jets need to make a trade to get a quarterback. Freaking who? Right. Who? Who? Who are they going to go get? Tom Brady's not going to play for New York. Okay. No, I know that, that, that's been thrown out. He is not playing for New York. I will guarantee you. And then the guys that are available aren't going to be much of an upgrade, no. if at all, over the guy that's playing for you right now in Wilson. Right. right? I mean, who could you go and get? I mean, the Colts are sit- there's Colts fans out here saying, is it Minshew mania in the New York? The Colts would be dumb as heck to get rid of Gardner Minshew. They're not getting right rid of now. They're, they're, they won't do it. They no. need that security blanket behind Anthony Richardson. And they can't right. afford to have a circus of media and distractions no. with all that anyway. So that's exactly. Exactly. So there really isn't, I mean, 
I don't think Zach Wilson is a bad quarterback. I honestly don't. I think he was put in a bad situation, uh, much like Sam Darnold, right? Where Lawrence. Sam Darnold was put in a bad situation. And, uh, you Lawrence. know, Lawrence, I honestly believe that. I'm not saying okay. he's a all good right, quarterback. All right. I, get, all right. I don't know. I'm not I'm, saying I'm, he's I'm, a good I'm quarterback. I'm not as Zach. I'm not as he's, he's – I don't know, man. Just, but you put a young guy right out the bank, right out the gate behind a bad offensive line and bad play calling, and it starts getting up here. Yeah. It starts getting up here, and I feel like that's what happened with Zach. That's what happened with Darnold. The Jets have not been kind to their young quarterbacks at all, at all. And that 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 that's the problem. Now, Zach has had time. This past offseason under Aaron Rodgers, maybe he's, you know, maybe he's picked a few things up. I don't know. But I don't feel like there's a guy out there that you can go get that would be any better than Wilson right now. Where? Where would you go? I'm I'm trying to think of who is out there. Starting wise, or they'll be up up for a trade or even a backup that's like, yeah. I mean, you, you, you're going to ask Matt Ryan. I, I don't want Matt Ryan back there. Uh, uh, you, you, you're going to go, you know, I mean, come on. You got to go find like a, a Teddy Bridgewater-esque kind of guy. And There's that's Carson Wentz. No, man, listen. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, like we, we, we know where that's going to get you. <laughs> like we know, like there's like, there literally is nobody. Like, I mean, I mean, they're the Jets. Let's stay fine. Jimmy Hoffa's body, because I think that they are cursed because of that. Um, they need to figure out where he is and 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 un, like dig him up and get him up out of there because this is like, I, you, I mean, it's incredible, right? I mean, the Jets just have to understand that they are who they are. Yep. They are who they are. Like that, it's going to be bad for a long time. And trying to get a 40-year-old quarterback to be the savior of the franchise is only a Band-Aid, and it just shows, and I hate to say it, but I never thought that that was going to work out from the jump. I thought that Aaron, like, we all can't do what Tom what, what Tom did, being an old quarterback and coming. It's like, hey, come on, like, that doesn't happen. Every, we can't follow suit. Like, that's a one-off deal. We can't look at that and yeah. think that that's going to change things. Like, the Colts tried it last year. It didn't work with, uh, with, with, with Matty Ice. It still would have been nice to have seen. I, I hate the fact that he got the Achilles tear. I would have loved to have seen what he could have done with the Jets. Nothing. But. but Nothing. The Jets who, I who we are, the Jets are who we thought they were, and they're always going to be that. I don't care who comes over there. <laughs> Something's going to happen to where they will be a middle of the road to the bottom of the barrel. It just is what it is. I can't remember the last time the Jets have really been good, except for like 2008 when they made the playoffs or where they were like, whatever it was, but they were, they, they, when, when Favre came for that one for that year and they actually were decent. Besides that. Well, I remember, I remember uh, when they beat the Colts in the playoffs with um, Ryan as uh, their coach. And oh, they, they were a good defensive team at that time. You know, they had Daryl Revis and, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They, 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 were, they, they were a good defensive team. Offensively, there was some wants there, but they were a really, really good defensive team. 
But I'm just saying overall, like the past, like let's just call it 15 20 years, years, 20 yeah. years. Yeah, they just yeah. come on, man. They just it just is what it is. It's just the New York J-E-T-S. Yep. Jets, Jets, Jets have been a mess. And it's yep. like it's just been bad. Like it's been bad. It's it's not gonna get any better. And you ain't gonna find another quarterback. You might as well stick with them. But if you don't care, if they don't care, if they just want to continue to have turmoil and, and distraction in the locker room, they can go out and find a quarterback. It ain't gonna work. Nothing's gonna fix the Jets problem right now. Right? You got, you know, uh um uh, Gardner, the young corner, does what he wants on the team. He, they don't have zero leadership. I mean, this goes on and on. I mean, there's zero leadership on that team at this point. Who's going to take control? Like, who is the voice of that team? I don't know. But it ain't it, it ain't sauce. You don't want sauce. You don't want a wide receiver to be one either. I mean, that's we, we've oh, seen yeah. that back in the early 2000s where wide receivers and corners were incredibly outspoken, right? Uh, and, and it does not work for you. You need. You need your quarterback, whoever it is, to be that leader, right? It has to be. It's not even up for debate. It's not even up for discussion. It's not even up for anything. It has to be your quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. 1,000% your quarterback has got to be the leader. And if your quarterback is not the leader, you will not be a good football team. Yep. This is just that sport. And so you see all the teams that have great leaders or decent leaders are 1-1, one 2-0. And one, and oh. They're not 0-2. Oh Look across the league. Jets are one and one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My whole spiel right there. We know why they're one and one. They yeah, won that, yeah. that, that first game because everyone everyone was juiced up week one and, and, and Buffalo did not take care of business. And that's Buffalo's fault. But it is Buffalo's fault. Yesterday they showed who they were. Week two, they showed who they were. And I was like, there it is. There it is. Buffalo should have by far came out with a lot more um, week one than what they did. But, I mean, Buffalo showed it to the Raiders. You know, uh, they blew them right out the water. They, uh, Josh Jacobs had negative two yards rushing. That's right. nasty. Right. Uh, hey, I guarantee you, he, he messed up a lot of people's fantasies. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. People mad at him right now. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. All right, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Please don't forget, smash that like button, hit subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If you're checking this out on an audio podcast, make sure you leave uh, a, a comment or something of that nature um, for for this. And until next time, this was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. I'm Lawrence Owen. That was Donald Thomas. And as usual, have a good one. Go Colts. Go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.